0: In the last episode, we discussed the obligation everybody has to learn Torah, whether they are rich or poor. Today, we are going to discuss a story in which we will see how Tzadikim relate to rich people. Welcome to another episode of En Yaakov Beyond the Story. In Masacher Seruvin, Daf Pei Hey Amud Beis. The Gemara talks about um, the situation in which uh, Eruv is uh, not needed if somebody who has a land which contains a lot of little houses and he keeps his kelim, he keeps his, his vessels, his furniture in each one of those houses and he lets people live in these houses, that helps people from all of these houses that is considered the Eruv, and they could carry from one house to the next within the same territory. And the Gemara brings an example of a man that was called Bunyas. And uh, this uh, Bunyas was actually uh, very rich and uh, he owned a uh, big land and he built little houses to be able to accommodate many people. And uh, from his behavior, the way he did it, we learn many, many haloches that uh, relate to the Eruf. As the Gemara talks about Bunyas, it goes into a very intriguing story. And it goes, Bunyas ben Bunyas, asale the Rebbe. Bunyas, the son of Bunyas. Some Girsais are saying, I just begin with uh, ben Bunyas. Since we're talking about Bunyas, let me tell you about the son of Bunyas. Um, Others are saying, no, he was named after his father when his father was alive. And that's that did happen in those days. So he came to study Torah by Rabbi Yudan When Rabbi Yudan saw him come in, he told the people, make room for the man who is worth a hundred money. Basically pointing out on this man's wealth, And therefore, we have to make room for him. Um, Just to put a little bit of perspective, um, before a Rebbe, people only sat in front of Chachamim by level of Chachma, depending how wise they were. So they sat in the front and there was a whole order. Rebbe added that in addition to the Chochmah, what happens if two people are just as wise? So the one who has more yichus will sit in a more honorable place. What happens if two people have the same wisdom and the same yichus? So then Rebbe instituted that wealth should also become a factor. That people should be seated in order of their wealth. In other words, if somebody is wealthy, you should get more honor. I know it sounds... Like it needs to be explained, and that's why we're here. So when this uh, Bunyas came in, he says, make room for this man who's worth a hundred money. Meaning, let him sit in his appropriate honorable place. Soon after, Asa in Shacharina, another person came in, Omar Lehu Rabi Rabi tells the people, Panu Makaim Leven Masai money. Make room for the, the one who's worth two hundred money. In other words, this man who just came in is twice as rich as Bunyas. Bunyas, please, why don't you move to the side? This guy's gotta come here. Rabi tells Rabiudanasi, says, Rabbi, Avif Shalze the father of this man of Bunyaz that you think is only worth a hundred money, yeshloy elef spines bayam ukenegdan elef ayares Bayabasha. He owns a thousand ships doing business at sea, you know, transport. And against them, he has, he owns a thousand villages uh, on dry land, which is uh, same Lushan, by the way, that we covered last week about Rabbi Elazar ben Chassum, that says that Rabbi Elazar ben Charsom was so rich because his father left him a thousand villages and a thousand sheep doing business at sea. Uh, it is Loshan uh, Chachamim. We learned it last last, year in Yuma, last week in Yuma, but it is brought in many places. When we want to say something is really filthy rich, we say he owns a thousand sheep and a thousand villages. There are some Mephoshim, by the way, we say that it's not villages, but uh, it actually Ayara uh, is come from Irim, which means uh, which means uh, mules. So basically, this man was into the transport business. Um, if he had to transport things, if people turned to him for transport for transport for cargo, he would use a thousand mules that he had or he had a thousand sheep uh, for transport, ca- to transport cargo. Basically, he was, he was in a good business. He was making a lot of money. So Rabbi, Lazar, Rabbi Ishmael is saying, Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Yossi, tells Rabbi, uh, Rabbi, you didn't realize how rich he is. You, you're telling him to move because the second guy who's only worth 200 money come in, but he's worth a lot more money, right? The story is getting better. Amarlei, so Rabbi answers to him. When you meet Bunyas' father, Emorloi, tell him, Do not send him to me dressed like that, because he's dressed just like he's worth a hundred money. That's not enough. He's, he's not dressed. A, commensurate with real wealth tell his father when he sends him to learn by me he should be dressed in a way in which i could tell his true wealth and then i'll give him the appropriate covet so so far this this all seemed very outrageous i mean we're not talking about uh, you know a, a fundraiser who's giving some some false um, honor in order to get something out of it we're talking about the rabbi nasi we're talking about the sadiq I mean, what is he getting out of this man? I mean, how, why is he behaving in such a way? Why is a price tag put on the Talmudim more than anything else? So the Gemara realizes that we're all perplexed. So, they, so it continues and it says Rabbi Mechabed Ashirim, Rabbi Akiva Mechabed Ashirim. Rabbi always honored rich people, and Rabbi Akiva honored rich people. Okay, how does that make it okay? Even though, by the way, the Marsha is saying that Rabbi Akiva was before Rabbi, and yet the, the the Gemara over here mentions Rabbi before Rabbi Akiva is because we're talking about a story that happened re, with Rabbi. So he's within the context. We say Rabbi mm-hmm. Mechabed Rabbi Akiva mm-hmm. that is the next, uh, That that is also to say that, you know, both of them did it. Um, actually, actually, Why did Rabbi Mechabed Ashirim and Rabbi Akiva Mechabed Ashirim? So Rabbi Akiva Eiger brings uh, a a reason. He says that really, um, Rabbi was himself very, very rich. And he didn't want, Rabbi Akiva was the same. He didn't want that people should should honor him for his Torah. So he decided to establish a norm, that the norm is that we have to honor rich people. When you honor, when he established that the norm is to honor rich people, people will honor him, Rebbe, they will honor him for his wealth and not for his Torah. He did not want to take any benefit from his Torah. Um, the Barash also mentions, I mean, it's brought from uh, Iyun Yaakov as well, that uh, Rabbi Akiva, it says that Rabbi Akiva Rabbi. the moment Rabbi Akiva died, the Rebbe was born, which is showing that they are the same shoiresh that come from the same muzzle. In other words, same type of neshama. So therefore, they're both behaved in the same way. Um, so let's continue. That's a reason, perhaps, that explains somewhat why Rebbe and Rebbe Kiva were honoring rich people. But we're still kind of surprised at the way, um, the, way, the, way the COVID is given just because of the money. So the Gemara continues with more explanation. Raba Bar Mari, in chesed man So the pshat of the pasuk is that when the pshat of the pasuk is a tefillah. that David HaMelech is davening that the king should sit forever in front of Hashem, meaning in the Besamikdash in Jerusalem. And he will never have to run uh, outside of Yerushalayim for a war. And he'll be protected from any war because of the chesed ve'emes, because of the kindness and righteousness that he's doing. That is protecting him. However, here the Gemara is suggesting another pirush. Emasai yeshev lifnei When is the world going to rest and be settled peacefully in front of Hashem? Only in the time in which kindness, chesed, and emes is going to protect this world. In other words, the Gemara is saying that we need to have rich and poor in this world because the rich who are giving... Tzedakah are, are actually making sure that the world is uh, settled in a proper way. Because this is one of uh, the three amudim on which the world stands is on Chesed. The Midrash Tan explains the Pasuk a little bit differently. And the Midrash says that in fact, this Pasuk is a discussion between David Melech and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Midrash says that David HaMelech says to Hashem, why are they rich and poor? Why is there inequality? Let everybody settle and sits in front of Hashem equally. And that's why the word yeshev oilom, people should sit. What, is, what does that mean? You know, when people stand, you could tell that there's the taller, there's the shorter people, you could tell the difference in their heights. When they're all sitting on a chair, you could hardly tell the difference in their height. I mean, of course, unless you're looking at the feet dangling over the chair, then you'll see. But if you're looking at the head, you could hardly see a difference. When people are sitting, they're pretty much at the same height. So the Midrash is saying that David Amelech is telling Hashem, let everybody be equal. Let it be like when you're sitting, everybody's the same height. Why do you have rich and poor? Hashem answers him, If then that will be the case, chesed ve'emes, man yin tzeruhu, if everybody's going to be rich, or everybody's going to be poor, everybody's going to be equal, who's going to do chesed? If everybody's rich, there's no need to do chesed because nobody needs anything. If everybody's poor, nobody's able to do chesed. So therefore, you need to have a world that has rich and poor, so the rich could give to the poor and in the merit of this, you will have um, a world that is protected and settled. Dehebe explains this um, story really based on this pasuk the way we just explained it. Basically, What the pasuk just said is that the only reason why there is the rich is just so they could give tzedakah to the other people who don't have it. As a matter of fact, that's why the pasuk goes chesed ve'emes. That chesed is is indeed a kindness, but it is the truth. It, It is basically where the money belongs. What does it mean? The needed to have chesed in this world. So he has given some people a shiris and other people a neas. Some people are rich and others are poor. But the only reason why the gave that money to the rich people is really a pikoden, a deposit. He entrusted the rich people with his money just so he will then in turn distribute it to the people who don't have it. So that chesed in fact, is also emes. Because that money truthfully belongs to the poor man. And the Ebi gave it to the rich man for him to watch and then distributed to the poor man by the rich man doing what it was meant to, to, to be doing, the emes. That chesed is really the emes. Now, when you think about that, you realize that Ashiris, in that case, is a tremendous, tremendous Nisayim. Because you go to someone and you tell him, all that money that you have, it's actually not yours. Whether you worked very hard for it, or your father or your grandfather worked very hard for it, that money isn't even yours. That money really belongs to, belongs to the poor man. Accepting this, fulfilling that shliches. Is actually a huge nisayan. Of course, the nisayanus by being poor, because a poor person, you know, lives in hardship and so on. That also is a nisayan. But Fedikereb said that this is as much of a nisayan anias is, is not as difficult as the nisayan of ashiris. acknowledging that this is really not yours, and indeed giving it all out. There was a there was a man in Crown Heights, Shimson uh, Stock of who used to uh, raise money for Simchah Shavuot When he came around, by before Fubringen, when everybody would be some seventy, he would say, "We need your money. Take out your your wallet, open your wallet, take out a dollar or two, put it in your pocket, and give me the rest." Basically, the idea is, if you have money, take what you need. And anything over what you need, give it out to the other people who need it. Now, for someone to accept that is a tremendous nisayan. Now, the Rebbe explains that this is what Rabbi was mechabit. The honor that Rabbi and Rabbi Akiva were giving to rich people was not for the money, was for what having a shiris reflected. The fact that the Eibisteh gave them such a huge Nisayan, shows that they have a neshamah that also have tremendous koiches. Because because the Baruch Hu is not going to give anybody a nisayin that he cannot overcome. So therefore, if he gave them such a difficult nisayin, he definitely gave them the koiches to overcome this, this nisayan. Which means that these people have a very great neshamah. Whether they're going to succeed and pass the test, that's totally up to their prayer. Some don't pass the test, but that doesn't take away from the fact that they have a huge amount of kaiches, meaning that their neshama is much at a much higher level. Now, Rabbi, being a nasi, being a tzaddik, when he's looking at a person, he is not looking at his chitzonias. He's looking at his premius. He's not just looking at Rebbe saying, uh, send him with clothing that I could tell how rich he is. What he's looking at is the koiches of his neshama. That's what the tzaddik sees. And that is where anasi is uh, choosing to give the appropriate covet. Alternatively, the Rebbe also explained in a different occasion that uh, the fact that the Abishte gave them that COVID, the fact that the Abishte gave them that Ashiris, um, and hopefully they are going to use it for the, the proper uh, purpose. So, just for that, we should also uh, give them the COVID. The Abishte found it fit to give them COVID, so should we. Now, a little bit of a historical perspective. Rabbi Nasi was living in a transition time, in a time from which Yidin lived relatively safe to a time in which they were persecuted and uh, they lived a, a very, very difficult, difficult era. It was his responsibility to make sure that everybody uses all of their potential to ensure the perpetuation of Torah and Mitzvahs, being that it, they were going through a very difficult time. So therefore, when he saw that Milamailo, people were given opportunities by having a Shiris, it gave them opportunity to uh, use uh, what they have in order to protect whatever is important and holy for the Bnei Israel, like Torah so he felt it was um, important, like anything else that he did, to encourage those people to support the perpetuation of Limuda Torah and Yiddishkeit in general. To conclude. Just like the goal of Rebbe was to ensure that every usher is going to use whatever the Eibster gave him um, for the right purpose, it is true for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us have has milus, has assets, attributes, whether it is financial or in terms of wisdom, or in terms of good middes, or time availability, we all have things that were talents that were given to us by the And we have to make sure that these talents that were given to us by Hashem are not only used for ourselves or are not just sitting in a safe um, and not even being, being used. But you have to make sure to use whatever it is that we're gifted with, use that to contribute to the community and to strengthen everything that is holy.